Welcome to the Ops. We telling everything. Welcome to the Ops. We telling everything. It's your girl Spicy K. And it's your girl TK. And shut your mouth, cause we telling it all. Oh. So, as I said, my name is Spicy K, and this is my friend TK. And we decided a couple of years ago that we wanted to do a podcast, but life just happened and it kept happening and it kept happening. And we finally got a chance to be able to do our podcast. So this is our first episode. And it's an amazing episode. We got all kinds of topics for you. I tell you what, like my first thing is, and, and Kim doesn't want to talk about it, but my first thing is tonight is this Dr. Pepper, okay, strawberry and cream, get you some, okay? I think I suggest it for everyone and let them know that was a shameless plug, shameless plug, shameless plug. But yeah, we've known each other for years. Uh, she used to, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't mind, I didn't mind. That's, that's my homegirl. That's it. Someone failed to put their phone on silent, so there was a brief interruption, but that is okay. It's okay. Life happens, and it happens fast. Now shut your mouth, cause we telling it all. Okay. Okay. Um, the first topic we're going to talk about is something that we found from Clubhouse, and they mentioned that black women are starting to date outside their race more. So, how do you feel about that, TK? Or what do you think about that? Do you think that's true? I think it's definitely true. Uh, and I think it's something that was mentioned in the clubhouse room that I was in. It's, that's why, I mean, the number of available black men to, to these women are dwindling. I mean, it's dwindling. Like, there's the, the options are not there. And, you know, there's several reasons why. But it, it, women are in different types of spaces now than they were, say, 10, 15 years ago. Women are brunching, women are going on vacations, staycations, vacations, and they're seeing things and doing things more. And I just I just think that the status quo has changed for them. And as long as Black men are able to get usually what their goal is, which is then um, they, they'll settle for less and, um, you know, take the bottom of the barrel and they don't get the same experiences as, as, as Black women are having now. So how do you feel about that? Well, I just remember when I first moved into, moved to this area, um, I'm in Tennessee, um, and most of the places that I frequent, especially with my friends, I never really actually saw black men in those spaces. Um, I mostly saw white men in those spaces. Um, I would see other black women, um, but I wouldn't necessarily see any black men in those spaces. So it's, you know, especially for me, it was hard to basically date or inter interact with any, you know, guy that was, you know, black because I didn't see them. Um, they really weren't at my job or the ones that were, they were all married. Um, mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. And like I said, you know, go to happy hour, you go to brunch, you know, you go to all of these places, like you mentioned. And, and I live in Nashville, you know, I live outside of Nashville. So Nashville is, you know, it's pretty black. Um, Very black. But I guess, you know, the type of places that I was going, you know, in frequency, um, they just wasn't there. Um, so it was definitely, you know, a difficult thing. And it wasn't really until I joined a group that was on Facebook, um, that was a Nashville based group that I realized I was like, oh, it's a lot of black people that be out. I just never see them because of the places that I, you know, typically frequent, um, which are more, you know, downtown establishments. It's not necessarily, um, on the outskirts or anything and I just never had really too many interactions so the only people that you know that I could talk to or that were trying to you know you know date me or whatever they were trying to do um they weren't black um now I I don't mind interracial dating or anything like that I've done it before um it's just really I just didn't. Um, but, you know, like, you know, like I said, it's just really odd that, you know, a lot of places, I guess they don't have as much diversity in some of the places that you go to. Um, so if you're not really seeing black guys and you're only seeing, you know, white guys, Asian dudes, you know, Hispanic, then those are the people you're going to date because those are the people. Exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to, you know, be able to date people that you don't necessarily see or you run into or contact or whatever, unless you try like online dating or something of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that it's probably why. Also, another thing that I think may also be um, one of the issues is the fact that there are way more um, available I won't say necessarily available. There are way more black women that that are, you know, in the population than black men. So, um, you know, for the longest, black women have not dated, not that much dated outside of their race. Um, you know, black men have, which is not a problem, um, but black women haven't. And so I think, you know, if you, I say find love wherever you can find love. You know, right. neutral. It's it's not a big deal to me. I know a lot of people focus like, oh, I want you know, I want black love, and I get it. I want it myself. You know, but if that opportunity, you know, comes available to someone, and the only people they're interacting with just happen to be someone that's you know, not black, then they should still be able to find love. And I also, you know, watching TikToks and things of that nature, a lot of social media is a lot of black women and non-black we- non-black men that are on social media with, you know, the shared, you know, content creators, social media influencers, and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, I I just think, like you said, the availability. I mean, <clears throat> whether we like it or not. Uh, a lot of black men are incarcerated. A lot of black men are have been incarcerated, have felonies, and can't get you know the jobs. You know, according to what they say, you know, I don't know, I don't date them. <laughs> uh, if they can't, you know, so I, 
I really don't know, but I, I, the reason why I'm saying that is because it was definitely establishes it's the black men versus black women, and that's how they feel. It's versus because one chick was going off about how she would never ever date a black man again because oh. you know they don't appreciate who she is, and I mean, and we have to look at that and and see if that's been her experience because. You know, I wouldn't say, you know, it wouldn't stand out to me if I would if I didn't think like, man, has that really been her experience to where she's, you know, fed up at this point? So this that is does that feel like that's her only option, her only choice? Um why why can't it be? My thing is I'm trying to get over myself because I don't <clears throat> necessarily want what you call the mixing of the races. Okay. But it's it's when it's about things bigger than that, uh, and, and it simply comes from the fact that, you know, we, we need to be here and strong and strong and powerful with each other and for each other. And I just don't think that there's the same concerns. You know, I, you know, I have friends of other races, of course, and I love them to death, but that's what they are. They're my friends. They're not here to help me create and build wealth for black Americans. You know what I'm saying? Wealth and strength. That's what I that's what I want. Like, you know, I'm still working on building my own wealth, you know, but with you know, with people, it can it can it it this <clears throat> excuse me, it certainly can happen. But I'm not here for that. I'm not opposed to the let's just say the fooling around. Okay. Of the races, I guess, but when it comes to serious, like these these women that I'm talking about are, you know, of marrying age. And when I say that, that that may be something societal as well. But I'm saying these women are saying that they're this is who they want to have their families with. This is one who they want to build with because nine times out of ten, the black men their age aren't ready to do the same things. That's just not. I, hmm? Go ahead. I don't think that's necessarily true um mm. there's different there's obviously and i don't like generalizations either like right just because you have been you know you have dated black men and that has been you know not a successful journey with you and it may be traumatic you know things may have happened um you don't know all black men you know just like if you, you know, date women, you don't know all black women. So there's, it's hard to say that, you know, I don't want to date someone. And I hate that for anybody. Anytime a guy says that or a woman says that, it's so offensive to me because I'm like, you don't know every black person. So how can you make a whole generalization about what, because what you don't, you know, want in a person and things like that. And you just automatically saying that those are characteristics that, you know, black people have, which is not true. Um, and then there's also, you know, there's people that are not black that have a lot of characteristics that black people have. So it's hard to be in a space that when people say, I don't want to date, you know, I don't want to date my own race because of blah, 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 blah when in reality you don't know everybody in that race like you don't know everybody you have had some bad experiences but at the same time 
you can't put that on everybody. And to me, that's one of the things that I absolutely hate about um, interracial mm. dating, uh, is that aspect of, and that goes for anybody. You can be black, you can be white, whatever. When you don't want to date your own race, that's weird to me, especially um, when you talk bad about your race. You can date, you can just say, I prefer, you know, I prefer blonde hair or I prefer, you know, a guy that has a British accent or something like that. Not saying that black guys can't have British accent, but I'm just saying you can, it doesn't have to be about like, I don't want to date someone because they're black. I don't think that's, I don't think that's personally right or anything like that. So. Mm. All right. <clears throat> Well, we're we're not going to talk about, <laughs> you know, well, you know, it, you you're, you change throughout your life. Like you know what you know when you're young, and then you learn and you grow and you have different experiences. But I still think that b black women deserve the option to date outside their race because you know they have given opportunities and you know you know been labeled as what difficult or you know nobody wants to you know there's there's some women that require you to cherish them like literally they want you to cherish them everybody should want to be cherished but there's people that you have to physically express that and sometimes people cannot there's some men that will do that continually they may not be of <laughs> African American or Black American, whatever you want to call yourself, but there are people that will do that, and that's if that's what they need. What's wrong with them finding it in somebody that's not of their race? What? Well, I mean, I, I I don't see the problem in it. I don't like. I said I don't. The only problem that I see with interracial dating, or especially you know Black women, or like I said, Black men as well dating outside their race is. I, I just hate you don't have to be negative toward your race to be able to do that. You can just say, I just prefer, you know, you know, I prefer Sarah because Sarah, you know, is redhead or blonde. I don't know. Like, you don't have to be like, I, I want to date Sarah because black women are blah, blah, blah. Or I want to date John because black men are blah, blah, blah. I don't like that. Right. Like, do what you want to do. Find love wherever you want to find love at, and that I'm all for that. But I just don't like the whole, like I said, I don't like the whole putting down. Downgrading or not degrading another degrade. people. What was that? You don't have to, you don't have to degrade um, yes. your race. Because, but you, you are allowed to express what your experiences are. But mm -hmm. then making those generalizations that all of them are like that is right. wrong but it mm -hmm. is your choice to it is your option and your choice and your mm -hmm. freedom and liberty for you to be able to do and find that what you're looking for in other people i mean nobody said that everybody all of us are here you know harriet shot several because they wasn't about the cause you feel me you know what i'm saying because everybody ain't about what that what what you about so it is what it is like you <sighs> You, you cannot fault them, but black men are, are upset. They're hurt, you know, 
you because you would think that it was black men that were dating outside more and it actually based on what you know they were discussing the statistics say that black women are now the race that's dating out more wow and it's like i mean i had to say it but they'll say i gave you niggas a chance and that's that's the thing because i'm finding you know i'm finding that out now with the person that I'm dating, like there, she's had a lot more experiences going places and different types of things than I have, because you know that wasn't something that was high on my priority. Now I go anywhere with you, but I, I don't think that was you know I'm not you you know I don't p- plan I don't know what's the, about stuff. If we hang out, you always say, "Oh, we get this place." Hey, yeah. but you know I realize that that's probably why. Well, no, I do meet high caliber women so I can't I can't really say that like I never really had no bottom of the barrel except for the one time <laughs> and um that was long long ago and um uh, you know so but I, I I can't say that that's that but but that hasn't been my experience so that I can't say that it doesn't happen like people don't like you say you 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 don't see us because us don't go where you go yeah and you know that's, but you you know we need to get put on. We need to be mingling and lingling together, but so people know about so like all this new stuff open up around here. All the stuff that has opened up in Nashville, I don't know nothing about it. And I'm from the area. Yeah, born and raised. I'm telling you, Murfreesboro. You know all that bullshit. <laughs> all right, but um, <clears throat> you know it, I, I just because I don't seek it out. Like, I have a good time. I have a close circle. We hang out together. We do this. We do that. But I would love to know more about stuff. But I don't go looking for it because that's not, you know, high priority. So who knows if I wouldn't have, you know, if I had expanded my horizons, I could have met my soulmate a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of what I had been coming across. <sighs> Look, we ain't gonna do that. We ain't gonna be petty because this is not the petty. This is the ops. We the opposite. No, no, this is all about positivity, good vibes. No, really no, negative, no, yeah, no generalizations of people or anything like that. Yeah, like the Sagittarius of the world. We're not gonna do that. Not this episode. We're not gonna do it. We're not gonna do it because this just wouldn't be right. You know. Because everybody is obsessed with Bryce Young. Do you hear me? It's weird. So, I'm a big Alabama fan. Football. Um, And, of course, if you're not aware, Bryce Young was the quarterback um, at the University of Alabama. Um, Last season. Mm -hmm. And it's so weird because they, it went from a conversation of oh my goodness, Bryce is really not six feet. Bryce is only five foot ten or whatever. And it's like, oh now, oh this person, I saw something on Facebook, I think either last night or either this morning talking about um comparing him to another uh, I believe it was Ohio State um yep. quarterback or back I don't know what they got us. I don't know who they yeah. Because he's not part of my team. But they were comparing him to, they were comparing Bryce to this other guy. And they were saying, he, you know, he only played um, 
uh, half a game and he still got more touchdowns or more yards or more of this, more of that than Bryce Young. And I'm like, why are people so obsessed with Bryce Young? You would think that this man has won every single award there is. He didn't even win the Heisman and people are ragging him and trying to he compare. He did, actually. Not this year. No, he did not. Not this year. He won it last year. year okay. But that's what I'm saying. He didn't win it this year. Mm-hmm. But they would. you would think that, like, there would be more pressure or talking about, you know, the Heisman winner of this year. But no. Everybody is so obsessed. And I don't know whether or not, like I said, because I am an Alabama fan and okay. and and maybe that's the reason the algorithm of Facebook is just like, let's just put everything about Alabama, University of Alabama and their sports, you know, on my timeline. But I just think it's so odd. Like, have you not seen those things? I mean, everybody's seen them. Everybody's seen them. So I just think it's so weird. Like everybody's making a big deal about everything that he does. Like, like I said, it started with the height. It started with he didn't do this or he, this other person had more yards. This other person had more touchdowns. This other person this. And I'm like, every single day it feels like it's another mm-hmm. comparison, you know, that they're trying to do for Bryce Young. And I just feel like that is so weird. Like his talent is going to speak for himself. You know, what's really odd to me is that People counted out Jalen Hurt as well. You know, another place person that, you know, was a quarterback at Alabama and they counted him out. And now, you know, everybody is like, oh, my goodness, look what he did with the Eagles and things of that nature. So I'm just like, let these people go out there and be great. I am a fan of letting people be great. You got to look at where people are coming from, though. Short quarterbacks. It's not a good thing. You know they have to see over the offensive line, right? So five nine for him is is a little short. And so or five ten. Is it five ten? It was either I think it was like five ten, but yeah. of course the you know, you may have bigger people. Of course you're gonna have the bigger guys in the NFL, but like also keep in mind he played, you know. For University of Alabama, there's a lot of people on the O line that are still big that's going to be going to the NFL. So it's not like he can't see if he could see if he couldn't see over them, then then that's a problem. Yes, of course I completely understand that, but clearly he was able to do his job, right? In college, they're concerned about man boys get bigger in the NFL, baby. I'm telling you, it's 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 it really is not a joke. The transition from college to NFL or to professional is it's hard. A lot, you know. Do you think they're gonna grow? You think they're gonna grow three, four inches or something? I'm talking about in they grow in all kind of ways. They grow in knowledge. They grow in speed. They grow in you know abilities, capabilities, and stuff. They get better when they go to the league. Like you, you know what I'm saying? Like they gotta have a starting point, but they get better when they go to the league, and it's hard to compete. It's it's super hard to compete and so they're worried about that like they they out but everybody that goes number one they always find something wrong with them that say oh well they they can't this they can't that because and it usually ends up panning out because they go to the worst the number one pick goes to the worst team in the league yeah and that's that's another thing that's not fair we want that's for a whole nother day i can go off and on and on and on about that 
But why but, are you saying he's going to be the number one? He may not be the number one. Like, it would be great if he's the number one draft pick and they may have it projected, but you never know what's going to happen. People do trades all the time, you know, and change their orders and stuff like that with the draft. So, you know, uh, <laughs> it's it's still another month or so to go before, <laughs> before they have a draft. So, you know. Um, anything can happen between now and then. But, you know, like I said, I, I completely understand what you're saying about, you know, having to make sure a quarterback is tall enough to be able to um, to be able to see over their O-line and all that stuff. But I just, like I said, I just don't foresee that people are growing that much taller, you know, from – is is from it's, college it's, to the to the league? I just don't see that. You you just I'm telling you, it it happens. But think think about it this way. I believe in Bryce Young. He is an amazing quarterback, and I don't want him to go to the Texans because that is in our division. And I'm like, I got so scared. Like I told you, I posted that Facebook post. Like, oh my god. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, and I had to tell you, I was like, uh, the draft has not happened. If he go to the Bears, <laughs> I'll be okay. Like, you know, because I want to see him do well. I really do, and I think that he could change a whole franchise around. But I don't want him to go to the Texans. If this can get out in the atmosphere. <laughs> He's going to manifest the heat yeah. so that, that, that means that you don't want to be him to be the, uh, you, don't, you don't want him to have the number one spot then. That's what you're saying. You okay with him, or you you need somebody to connect? If that's what that means. If that's what that means, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if if, uh, if number one means he goes to the uh, Houston Texans, I don't want that. I'm sorry. In case you that. haven't figured it out, she's a Titans fan. That's, that's what the issue is. I'm also a Titans fan as well. Yeah. If if the and then it said the Colts got the Will Jervis dude out of Kentucky, who we got? We still got the same sad sack of shit we had, and we got a new general manager. We got a new general manager. He and ain't doing nothing that has impressed me just yet. And, and then they, both they have about, actually hired the general manager is actually African American. He is. Rand Carthen or something like that. It don't sound like don't, he is, but he. I don't remember his name. You, you don't talk about all this and that, and I don't even know his name. But anyway, he uh, he he's hopefully he's doing some things. But you know, they talking about right now. Vrabel talking about right now. Tannehill is a starter. So he said, but we don't know what happened. What what will happen come September? Because we can't really get rid of him because it, it costs us too much money to do so. And ain't nobody gonna take him off our hands, no way, because he's a sad sack of shit. But so, we, ideally, if if out of the draft class that we have right now, besides Bryce Young, who would you want to be the Titans' quarterback? I don't know. Whatever offensive you, lineman, whatever first offensive lineman and first. No, I said as a quarterback, I'm not. Oh. No, I'm talking about as a quarterback out of this class, out of this NFL draft class, besides Bryce Young. They saying uh, the one that I would I would go with would be Anthony Richardson out of Florida, and I hate Florida. I hate Florida with a passion. <laughs> I really, I really do, but 
if we had to go with any anybody that who would I want us to have? Yeah, who would you want the oh, Titans okay. to have? Yeah, Anthony Richardson. He's okay. he's he he had the most impressive uh combine. He's he's an incredible athlete. He's huge. He could give us Steve McNair times two. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it would be like, yeah. And then he can, you know, he's a good passer. Like he's if we could if we could draft a quarterback, which we're not going to because we just fucking did. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that I hope that guy gets better because I really think he could be, you know, because we need that type of quarterback. We don't need no pocket passer, which I got into it with this dude the other day about. You know, pocket passer, we're a run first offense. We don't have time to have somebody stand back there throwing because they're not going to expect that from us. They're expecting us to run. Smash mouth ball with yeah, Lamar. Got, you know, we got Henry. You know. Yeah. They expecting they expecting the Titans to always run. Because but he's not a he's he's not it he's not cutting it as a running back right now. He need to be a tailback. He need to have somebody in front of him. He need that because he's not opening up holes for himself after because. I don't give a damn what you say. Eddie George, if that line was not blocking, he going to make some moves happen. And he's got that same running style as Eddie George. A long, tall running backs. But we need to get some eye formation. We need to get some fullback uh, stuff in front of him to open up that second hole, second level where he can get through. And it's over. It's over for the whole league. They won't be able to stop him once he get through. Man, once he get past some linebackers, <laughs> it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Touchdown! Touchdown! He might and the stiff arm gonna be. I mean, he getting bigger and bigger, which I don't know if that's slowing him down after or, or not. But he's he's getting bigger and bigger, which is he gonna be able to push folks off him ten times better. But that line last year was horrendous. There was just no opportunity, and it made him look bad. Because of the style of runner he is, but every time they put one of them little guys out there and somebody got in front of him, that opened up and it made it look like Derrick can't run. But he still got his yards last season. Like he was number three, I think. Okay. But we ain't do a damn thing. Because if that's all we got, if all we got is a run, we are run first. We can't be a run only because at some point you're going to have to pass. Yeah, I mean that's just. So, do um, you think the Titans need better wide receivers also, or you, like? Oh yes. Oh yes. Okay. We let we let Corey Davis go. You don't, so you don't believe it's just the quarterback. You believe that it's you know it's a combination of things with the Titans. No. Well, hold on. I'll say this: if we had better either one we would have been better last season. Like we had we had receivers that were decent that could get open, but we didn't have the quarterback that could get them the ball simply because either he wasn't accurate or the line wouldn't let him and he's and he sacked. Like he got sacked a lot. Very, very interesting. And as you see, we do talk about sports. We talk about a lot of things on here. Um, the next thing we're going to talk about is something else that apparently my friend TK goes to the clubhouse and entertains the clubhouse a lot. 
Mm. Um, and one of the things that she um, told me about is something that I absolutely hate. Um, they're asking on Clubhouse the other day if um, women now are become, like, becoming too masculine. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I hate that is because I feel that for men and women, you need a certain level of masculinity and femininity um, for each person. Like men and women both need those things. Um, so you can't just be devoid of one and have everything of the other. Like that's not, to me, that's not a great balance. That's not a great combination. So I really, really hate when people, especially guys mention anything about women being, you know, more masculine. Of course, um, a lot of times, you know, going back to the subject of, you know, Black women dating outside the race, a lot of Black women are having to be independent and self-sufficient and all of these other things that they're having to be. So I think a lot of things is being bred out of necessity <laughs> and people are using it as a way to be able to... Um, to not understand the full picture of what a woman is. And I think, so when they say, you know, women are being masculine, you know, projecting it out to be, you know, saying that there are basically more like men, I think that's no better than women that get mad at guys and be like, well, do you even like women? Or, you, you know, you ain't man enough and all this stuff. To me, it's the same thing and I hate it. I hate it from both sides. Like, you was just with dude the other day, and now all of a sudden he ain't man enough. I don't like that. I don't I don't like that. And then, like, what makes a woman so masculine? Like, I, okay, today is Tuesday. Yes, I had to take my trash out today. I hate taking my trash out. But guess what? If I don't take my trash out, my trash doesn't get taken out. I had to go get an oil change and a tire rotation the other day. If I don't go to the dealership and get it done, it's not going to get done. It's not like I want to do any of these things, but I have to because it's necessary. So what's your thoughts, TK? Well, I speak not on you heteros <laughs> and your issues most oftentimes, but <laughs> you know, I see what they're saying and you're absolutely right. You see what who's saying? The guys are saying or what I'm saying? Because this is the ops now. This is the ops. I see what both sides are saying. Okay. But then again, I also see the root cause. Like you said, who's going to do it? I can't meet you. This, this is a scenario. I can't meet you because you don't go where I go. So I don't know you exist. <laughs> so until I do meet you, I got to do myself myself. Exactly. Mm. But when I do meet you, and I'm still doing these things, instead of saying, here, let me do that for you. Here, let me do that. Oh, guess what you say? Oh, she got it. Mm. So she continues to do these things for herself. You continue to date her. 
and realize that she don't need you. And then now, all of a sudden, she's too masculine. Mm. Hmm. That's why I say you heteros. <laughs> you know, I'm not bashing. Don't cancel me. <laughs> but it's strange. And in my lifestyle, you know, there's certain people that try to translate those heteronormative things over to how we relate. And don't fly with me. I may dress the way I dress. I ain't trying to be no man. Maybe 25 years ago, I'm going to help you lift this dresser and this couch. No. I'm old. <laughs> I ain't going to do that. Like, you know, 20 years ago, yeah, I'm going to get your trash. I'm going to pump your gas. And I'm going to wash your car. When I wash mine, because I don't really wash mine, but I mean, I'll make sure yours is good because I ain't riding around with no girl with no ugly ass, stupid ass car like mine. Because mine is a is a utility vehicle <laughs> that I utilize. Don't you have a car? To... I do. Okay, it's not a utility It's a utility vehicle that I utilize for <laughs> utilicious purposes. But um, no, it's just, I, I, I have... Things that I would, I would, I, I want my lady to have a cleaner car than me, probably a cleaner house than me, everything, you know what I'm saying? Everything, you know. So I would make sure that she was able to do those things. You don't have to t- worry about touching no door, open no door. Now, sometimes you're going to have to open your own door. But, you mean like if you're there with them, or you mean like when you're not in. But I'm there. Um, if we're the getting in the car and it's. It's um, pouring down rain, and I got an umbrella. I'm not finna sit in here with this umbrella while you get in the car, and then I get soaking wet while I get it over. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to open your own door. You but can that's have the, that's the shivery. You can have the umbrella, but I'm getting in the car. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Like, I'm not finna. Like, here you go, babe. Okay, and then run around <laughs> now. But I mean, it just makes sense. Or if I'm lollygagging and we get to the restaurant and you you open up you get to the door before I do. You can open up the door. Like it's not it's not a chivalry is when it happens and it's unexpected. Like the puddle and the coat, I don't know where they came from, bro. You was man. And they ain't really had too many laundromats back anyway. That is he, is, he, is a, he is a good one for that. Like, I, I don't know if I take off my fine garments for you to step over a puddle. We're gonna walk around this bitch. Okay, I'm not. I mean, I just I still don't get that one. But chivalry is something that comes at at, at, at the most unexpected time. It's natural for you to want to hold the door open for your lady. I think when we go to the car, we come out of somewhere. Hey. Bloop, bloop, I got it. Yeah. The one I got now don't even reach over and try to open my door, but it's okay. Well, it's why? Okay. Oh, you mean like from the inside? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, okay. It's okay. I, I be like, if I think well, about I that. Wanted, oh, oh, you want her to physically open the door? Yeah, lean like, over. Lean over, over and physically open the door. Yeah, like in the, the Bronx Tale. Yeah. Like in the Bronx Tale. 
you know, I've, I've had that experience, so it's like it's strange that you know somebody I'm with now that I love, I can't get her to open the door on the inside. Like, oh, wait, 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 you said you love her. Oh yeah. Oh okay, yeah. I definitely gotta meet her. Yeah. She's everybody you date that has to go through me. They have to She's see everybody. She's <laughs> they need to go through somebody because I apparently don't have sense when it comes to picking them at all. So I don't even know. So what I say now, we we never know. She is a she is a tough she is a tough nut to crack. And but she she gives me everything, all the hell. Oh, yeah, she's she's gives me a lot of hell, but she takes a lot from me too. Cause I mean, I realize now the hell that that people say that we cause on them when it comes to certain things, and I was like, I'm getting that in spades right now because I be wanting to. But you know, uh, we, uh, this show does not condone domestic violence or violence um, neither, of any nature. Neither do I. I don't go ahead and throw that out there. Cause I'm a lover, not a fighter. But I swear, sometimes you'd be like, <laughs> Dr. Pepper, strawberries and cream. <laughs> Whatever. I'm here. You have issues. That's, I'm pretty sure that's, I did. Gemini. that's that Gemini talking right now. That's that Gemini talking. Clearly, it has to be something. But yeah, so I just, you know, like I said, I just really hate the whole, you know, because a lot of women are doing things out of necessity um, that it makes it seem like that, you know, they are wanting to be men and they're wanting to be this and that and the third. And they're really not. Uh, most of the people that I know, um, you know, that date men, they want the men to do those things. Um, they want the men to open the door, take out the trash, like literally and blow the wash my car. Like they're not trying to be out there, you know, they they're doing these things out of necessity, pumping gas, they're doing it out of necessity. Like, how else are they gonna drive anywhere if they don't have gas in their car? Like they're not doing anything you know, to try to take a place or, you know, step in the side of a man. They're just doing things because it has to be done. And I'm I think right now, huh? I blame, I blame y'all fault. How? I blame y'all. Like women? Mm-hmm. Okay, please explain. Because y'all messing with them and you know they, let me not say that word because that might get me, you know, canceled too. But you know, they're not as bright. <laughs> it's a light bulb over here. I mean, y'all know that. You know it for a fact. You know it, but you still expect them to act accordingly, and they don't understand. You gotta treat it like, hey, baby, listen. Hmm. Listen. This is what I mean. Hmm. No, like I don't. No, like I don't expect to. I don't expect to open any doors unless I just choose to open a door. Like, and that's probably if you have something in your hand, then you know, then obviously I'm gonna open the door. I'm not crazy. That's a lot. Um, and you know, obviously, if I, you know, but I'm not, I'm not expecting to. If there's bags or something, I, the only thing I'm carrying is my purse. I'm not carrying a bag. I'm not doing any of those things. But currently now, 
um, because I travel solo, um, I have to carry everything. You're doing those things. Because yeah. I have to. That's, but what I'm saying is when I say they, they, they don't get that. They don't get they don't get that the things that they that go unattended in their lives because they don't have a woman. You know what I'm saying? They don't understand. They don't. They don't correlate the two things. Like, hmm, hmm, maybe. But that's what it is. They don't understand that somebody has to do those things. Ask them. That's what you're asking. Okay. Don't take out the trash. What happens? This is, and they're gonna be like, they're gonna be like, what do you mean? If I don't take out the twin, <laughs> that, that is gonna get us canceled. Child. Okay, yeah, okay. Canceled okay. I, I'm not getting canceled. But, but, but that's <laughs> what, okay. I apologize for that. But you know okay, what I'm okay. getting at. New host, new host, as far as you have to reiterate. <laughs> if I don't, I mean, because because what? Because I mean, I'm still going to accumulate trash, right? It's going to accumulate, and I just. Keep throwing it on top of the garbage can over there. What's gonna happen eventually? I mean, I mean, I'm talking about take it down to the, like, what do you think would happen like after a week? After it's gonna, it's gonna smell. It's gonna cause potential bugs and rodents, mm -hmm. and it's just gonna be a hot mess. Preach, sister, all of that. So I gotta do this. So do you think, like, you know? And I know those are basic things like, you know, trash, you know, car things, things dealing with the car and, you know, whether it's gas or oil changes, you know, car washes or whatever. Do you think those are the things that the men are talking about? Um, no. Or do you think, okay, what, what do you think they're talking about truly in the deep uh, root issue when they're talking about women being more masculine? How they talk to them. Mm. So you think there's a level of disrespect? That's what I, I don't think it's disrespect. I think it's perceived okay. as disrespect. Mm. Because women are now standing up for themselves. They're not taking the shit off of them that they normally would have. They're being aggressive when they're telling you, no, I don't want you to get out of my face. I don't want to talk to you like that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's what they don't like. You're seeing more and more, I would say, femicide because these men can't handle, one, what women are doing for themselves. They ain't got nothing to do with them. But they can't handle that. And two, they can't handle how they talk to them. Because I've seen it. I've seen, I've, I've seen, I've seen y'all. I've seen the looks on their faces when women tell them, like, get the fuck out of my face, nigga. Like, i and then that's in public. That's like in real life. But on Clubhouse, the way that the level of zero to 100, they go when women hit them with facts and when women hit them when they don't back down, when they talk to them, when they raise their voices and start being like, bitch, 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 bitch. Women be like, nigga, 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 fuck you, nigga. Like, you know, they, they, be, they don't like that. Mm. They used to when they bark, <gasps> women be like, eh. It's not happening no more. So basically you're saying like women are not showing, like women are not being intimidated by men or they're just being able to stand up for themselves when I guess in the past they haven't been able to stand up for themselves or thinking they didn't have a voice or something like that. So that's mm -hmm. what you ultimately think 
you know, has really been the trigger of, you know, the whole issue of women being masculine now. I tell you, because I said it before about this one chick. I felt like she always wanted to fight me. Oh. Like, the way she says it was always in a challenging way, but I had to receive it. Like, well, no, I literally think they chick want to fight me all the time, but it'd be like, she would say something be like, don't you, don't, like, like, it'd be hard. You know, from New York, you know, and then, you know, I'm not, I'm not, oh, I'm not saying nothing too tough about New York chicks, but the ones that I have missed with, and I, I find something, find, you know, find something that attracts me to New York chicks. I think a lot of times, this, by the way, I think a lot of times people in the South and people up North, they have a. It's, I think it's like a yin and a yang. They kind of feed off each other. So that may be the reason why, though. But mm -hmm. continue. And um, she was all real sweet. At first, it's the chick that um, almost cost me and Jasmine our friendship. Because I didn't see it. Jasmine saw it. I didn't see it. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, huh? But I felt like I couldn't say nothing to her. And then she'd be all... Like, I try to be all sweet, and she'd be like, Ugh. and it, just, it, it it ultimately became a turnoff for me. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, I feel like I always got to get in my, in my, you know, in my stance every time, you know, what come around you like, shit, like you just going to sneak me or something, like, shut up. Yeah, that's, that's another one for another time. <laughs> Lord have mercy. If y'all knew, we're we going to have an episode one day about, oh Lord, the women in my life. That's going to be three, four hours long. Two hours special. Two hours special. I'm telling you, I'm a hopeless romantic. I believe in love, and I, I will never stop looking for my soulmate in love. But I have gotten myself into some bullshit. You hear me? And it's like, I take them as lessons. Like, I have no exes. I have all lessons, okay? Okay. Because they each, at one point in time, did something for me. Okay. In, in, in some way. And when I say that, I mean, like, I'll be like, at some at some point. Now that may not have lasted very long, but at some point, I chose. Yeah. And so I can't fault them. You know, I don't fault anyone for any situation, especially oh girl, because I had just broke up with somebody that was beautiful, and I moved this chick down here. Thinking, yeah, I got the baddest chick down here. You know what I'm saying? Like, bruh, you see me. I ain't seen that girl since we broke up. Like, <laughs> you know, she still live here. I ain't seen, when I got with that girl, I ain't see her. I ain't seen her after that. I ain't seen her since. But I was like, I was like, yeah, but Jasmine was staying with me at the time because she was in school for massage. You know, she, you know, she lived in Florence. And so 
Can I move the girl down here? Jam said he can't. That motherfucker quit school and everything. Moved back to four and said, fuck this shit. We didn't talk for a long time. It broke my heart, too. No. I was like, hey, Jazz. Well, tell the people. I know, obviously, I know who Jazz is, but tell the people who Jazz is so they'll know exactly who Jazz is. Jasmine is my very, very, very best friend. We have been friends since 2005. And I I swear, we got, I ain't gonna say we got bodies, but we know, we, we seek, we got, we got mob ties here. Like, that's, that's that's my dog right there. Like that's fifty grand. When I make it, she made it, and vice versa. So, you know, it, it is what it is. That's my that's my heart right there. But yeah, we um, mm-mm. she's seen she she's seen her share of people that I've been with, but it was something about this one, and she was like, mm mm mm. And I was like, girl, you crazy. Go on, girl. You stupid. No, she was not stupid. She was, in fact, very, very smart. I was not. (laughs) So so you're saying that she was, you know, her masculinity, that she was masculine because of her aggression. Uh, uh, Yeah. Not talk because of her aggression. And I, I'm trying to figure out if that's how these women are coming off, but they're not, may, may not be meaning to. I think, I don't know if she meant to or not, but that's just what I felt. But we just, we didn't vibe. That was the Lord telling me to get away from her. Mm-hmm. That's all that was. But that's what I'm saying. If they have that same feeling about when women talk to them crazy, sideways, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's, it's oftentimes could be where they're from. It could be how they were raised. Mm-hmm. It could be that she just disrespecting you like a motherfucker don't give a fuck about you. It could be one of those things. Yeah. But it always isn't. Like, is that's why they say communication is key. Ask the question, are you being this way? Is this your intent? Like, that's what it's got to come down to. If we have to dumb down remedial style, this love shit. Because if we make it so much harder, it could all be so simple. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It could be simple, yes. It shouldn't be that complicated. And you're right. A lot of people don't have, you know, a lot of people don't have the conversations. A lot of people don't understand, um, you know, where people are coming from. And it's one of the things that I try to do is try to understand people because I feel like I've been misunderstood in my own self. So I've definitely tried to make sure that I completely, you know, have a conversation with people, not completely disregard people or their feelings because everybody's feelings are valid. Um, you know, even though that may not have been your intentions, they still felt what they felt. Right. Uh, so, and sometimes people just need to know that like, okay, I, I can acknowledge that or, you know, somebody sees me, someone hears me and that, that can go a long way. Um, but yeah, you're right. Communication is definitely, you know, is definitely key. And it may be, you know, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people say I talk very loud. Um, and literally I grew up in a house <laughs> with my mother and my nine siblings. 
So yeah, both of my family talk, is yeah. louder. You have to talk over everybody. You gotta, you know, because <laughs> you're gonna get lost. You know, it's a lot of people. You're gonna get lost. So you know, I can, you know, so you know, that's why it's very, you know, important to, you know, people backgrounds know what people went through, going through, and all that stuff because. Um, like I said, you never know. Like I remember having a conversation with one of my friends and I said to the fact that I said, you know, because a lot of times when people say things, they're like, or go through something and it, it can really touch that person. And they're like, they feel, you know, completely, um, you know, destroyed and damaged by something that someone says. I'm always like, you never know what that person went through you may be showing them or giving them the same emotions that they felt when something else in their past happened. And just because it's small or may seem small and insignificant to you, it's because mm -hmm. you never went through whatever went, they went through to end up, you know, conjuring those same feelings and emotions and things of that nature. So, yeah, definitely communication is key. But people with communication, you also got to be able to be vulnerable. You got to want to be mm. transparent. You got to want to be able to share that with people because a lot of people close off, you know, it's just a is brick wall. Just keep on going into a brick wall. So that is definitely true. Um, you, you, you don't know what somebody's going through. But then you also don't know what somebody's going through. Mm -hmm. When I say that, it's like, okay, I'm I'm telling you this. I don't know what has happened to you. People have to take that into consideration also. You can't assume that people know what you're feeling or what you feel about a situation yes. when it happens. And if you go spaz out on them, at least come back and explain that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because what just happened here i don't know because i never knew this yeah i had you know i have a famous story from my marriage my former marriage about whoa i'm going in on an issue you know that i feel passionate about not knowing that she's had an experience like that you know what i'm saying so yeah it caused i mean i, I ultimately think that is what caused a rift in our marriage because at that point I don't think that she trusted me with her feelings, but if I didn't know, I didn't know. Yeah. And, you know, you have to be mature enough to know that. That's why I, you know, you say I always say stuff and be petty and stuff like that. But that's why I'm like, you know what? I, I don't really think that she cared about what I thought about stuff. You know, so like, I didn't know, I didn't know stuff. Like, there's a lot of stuff I didn't know. I'm not from Boston. I don't know how to use the the transportation system. I scared that I was gonna get dropped off in the middle of some racist ass area of Boston. Didn't know where the hell I was and how the hell I'm gonna get home. Cause I, you know, and I'm just like shit. I'm just like she's like, what? What's so hard about? It? I was like, uh, I don't know because I've never used it before. I'm just yeah. I'm asking questions, you know. And it's just, so did they have like buses or like subway type things? Subway. Okay. I mean, well, train, I don't know. Yeah, there was an underground. I've never been to Boston, so I don't know. It's, don't go. It's awful. It's an awful place. It's, it, it, 
it gets cold. I mean, it snows a lot, but the cold here in Huntsville, I think, is more cold than up there. Like the the actual what what you feel. Uh-huh. And that was weird to me because there's so much snow around me blowing on you. <laughs> but it was. But I I found myself being colder when I'm here. Oh. Like the the cold here gets on my bones. Like it gets on my bones and won't get off. But I'll be up there out in the snow just with a like a scarf on and a, a little hat and a you no. Know, I'm like, what the heck? And it wouldn't be that bad, but it's snow everywhere. Like it's to the point where they scrape it up on side, it covers cars when they when they do them street sweeps where they come through with that snow plow. That shit cover up cars. You Whoa. gotta dig your car out. And I'm just like you walking elbow to elbow with folks on the sidewalk everywhere. You got to walk everywhere because mm-hmm. you got to park 10 miles away just to get this. Man, look, man, tell y'all something. When we say pull up, we literally pull up in front of the place where we at in the parking lot and go in. <laughs> you got to park in structures like we parked in when I went with you to that uh, restaurant. What was that? What was that? SNK? Oh, SNK. And so... You got parking there, but then the place you're going 10 miles down, the, like, what the heck? 10 blocks, excuse me, 10 blocks down. Like, man, I ain't from the... So at least 10 blocks less than 10 miles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went to that concert the other week, and we had to, went to State Farm Arena, and I was like, man, if we had a park where I didn't have to pay $40, I never would have made it. Mm-hmm. Now you know I don't. I don't. I don't mind parking uh, and paying. I. I don't mind that at all. Um, the last segment we have for tonight is going to be what did TV or movie teach you? Hmm. Um, for me, I am a big reality TV show watcher, which I or used to be. I don't really watch a lot of it that much now, um, but. I used to watch 90 Day Fiance and I always was under the impression that you had to have a lot of money to be able to, you know, get a K-1 visa or, you know, bring your fiance over here for a K-1 visa and things of that nature. I decided because I'm one of those people that if I see something on TV or on a movie, I'm going to Google. I'm going to whatever I need to go to. And I actually looked up the information and you just basically need to be like above poverty level um, to be able to bring your, you know, fiance over here. But what I did also find out is that you are responsible for those people financially for 10 years. And once I found that out, I'm like, "Mm, this is very interesting. Financially, you're also responsible for them to get in trouble. Anything like that. So, yeah. be like, how am I going? I don't even know if I really like this motherfucker for real. I got to be responsible for him for 10 years. 10 years? 10 years. Yeah, you have to, like, you have to literally, once they come, you you literally, reason why the show is called 90 Day Fiance, because you do have to be married within those 90 days. Um, So, it's it was just, a, you know, the more I read in, um, found out about everything, I'm like, it takes a lot of love or a lot of wanting to love somebody to be able to say that, 
regardless of what happens to this marriage, I will make sure that I am responsible for you for 10 years. Um, and that's probably also why some of the people, you know, opt for the annulment and not the divorce because annulment kind of wipes everything away because you were not married. Um, so, you know, it's just very interesting. Um, what did you, um, TK, what did you um, learn from um, TV or a movie? Can you annul after a divorce? Is it <laughs> a divorce? No, no. That would be cool. Like it never happened. Like <laughs> you never were married to First me. All, you got divorce papers, though. <laughs> you were. So so you been divorced for a while now, so. Mm. That's, <laughs> so sad, don't it? That's like, well, I don't even know what to say after that. <laughs> I done wasted my one marriage. <laughs> I'm we're not gonna talk about that. What TV taught me was don't get married to anyone ever, unless you what know. Show, what show was that? What show was that? All of them. Okay. 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 Now, what 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 do I watch? I don't really. Uh, nothing ca- like I I learned a lot from the Game of Thrones. Okay. Because I learned a lot about how this world came to be. Because that's literally. It was a game, a chess match on how we came to power, super power. Like these, I mean, you can, the only thing that you can say is these civilizations, they had, they, they had to learn how to adapt and survive. Like you're literally, like your life expectancy, like if you made it past 18 years of life, you was, you know, you, you like like they said you must be rich How you, oh. you know like because you had to feed yourself you, we didn't have all the you know the capabilities of, of getting food that we didn't do now you had to feed yourself you had to know who you need to align yourself with in order to succeed or you could be dead instantly like people you, you know or you might have to kill to save your own life you know what i'm saying yeah we don't we don't know that stuff the in these days and times I mean, there's a lot of people out here that's going crazy and doing a lot of killing, but we don't have to, you know, kill to have somewhere to sleep at night. You know what I'm saying? No. Like, we ain't got that rough. Right. I mean, it's coming. It's coming. We're going to be out here walking dead style here in a little while. I'm telling you. Just, just, I I hope you watch the show. I hope you know how to survive an apocalypse. But eventually, we're going to be out here fending for ourselves, living off the land. Ain't going to be no utilities. Like a zombie apocalypse? I mean, it very well could happen. I, I do believe that the folks that either did take or didn't take the vaccine going to turn into zombies. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> like, seriously. I mean, I'm serious. I, I feel like you are. <laughs> because I, I only took it because... I thought that, yeah, because I panicked in the pandemic. Like, I really panicked. Like, I I was like, I froze. I got furloughed from my job for a month. I thought the world was coming to an end. I was out there blowing money fast from that stimulus and all that extra they was getting on the unemployment. And then it went away. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, they, well, they called me back to work, and I was scared not to go back. I wanted to stay on the stimulus 
and not work. But I was scared that I wasn't going to have a job to go back to eventually if I didn't go back then. So, yeah, I was a central worker during that time. So I never got any free time. But then I, I worked the whole time, which is a blessing. So not mad. I figure. And then the, the chick I was talking to at the time, I let her talk me into getting the vaccine because I thought we was going to be doing a lot of traveling. Mm. And I was like, they're going to make us. We gonna, I said, we might as well go on and get it because we ain't going to be able to travel without the damn car. I ain't show that car to not now, motherfucker. <laughs> Since I got that shit. <laughs> not now, motherfucker. That's hilarious because I remember I had, I got it before we went to. Chicago? Yeah, I think before we went to Chicago. Because the mayor was saying, you know, everybody needed it. And, and I believe that's when I got it. And you're right. I didn't show it to anyone. Nobody asked for it. The airport didn't ask for it. Nobody asked for it. The whole field, nobody asked for it. But I still have it. I still keep it with me, so. I'm going to get that shit put in a lanyard and, and wear it across my neck. Bitch, I'm vaccinated. Vaccinated, mm-hmm. oh. Which, am I going to be the zombie or no? Whoa. Who knows? Like, like I said, they if you read all the stuff about this shit, this got magnets in that. Man, I don't even know. I know I've been, ever since I had that, I've been having all kinds of problems. Well, you said magnets in the vaccination? In the mm-hmm. vaccine? Mm-hmm. Look up nanomagnetism. Mm-hmm. And they're using it to 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 fight diseases. It's, I mean, it, it's nano. It's a nanomagnet, like it's the size of a, you know, like a dust particle. But they putting this shit in, you know, uh, uh, injecting us with different RNA, where our RNA is changing. So our 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 genetic makeup is actually changing itself. Like this is all documented. Oh. And so, I don't know, but. I feel like my body been way different since after this vaccine. Like my face even looked different than it did last year, and that's oh. crazy. Like I mean, I'm just like. That's it. Also, you just got the vaccination in 2022. No, I got it in 2020. Oh. Yeah. I got it right. Let's see, June. In 2020. Okay. I didn't, I didn't get mine since Because I went, I got that, my first start right there at the end of June, and then it went on into July, my second one. So, yeah, okay, for what, like, it's been messing with me for a minute, and I'm like, man, what the hell is really going on? Whoa. Well, but let's see, I'm trying to figure out something that TV has taught me for real, other than don't get married. <laughs> well, you said Games of Thrones taught you. Uh, yeah, you mentioned Games of Thrones taught you that, like, how you know, you believe that the you know world basically you know kicked out civil well civilization for the most part. Well, no, it also is relevant today. Like today is still a chess match. Like you have to know who to align yourself with. You have to know when to be aggressive and when to not be aggressive. It's chess. You play? No. Okay. Well, yeah, it's it's like chess. You have to know when you when you fight and when you defend, fight mm-hmm. and when you defend, because if you get 
you know, and then you gotta know which pieces to use properly, and that's that's the people in your life. Like everybody okay. has an agenda. That agenda yeah, could everybody, be everybody has motive. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Everybody good has motive. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. you know, you gotta see who you you get like you got certain friends that you know are gonna do this and do that and behave this way, so you know where you gonna need to use them. Like I know for certain if we see somebody out with a dog, you're gonna call the law. <laughs> the dog. Like I know yeah. that is a fact. So you know we know Kim gonna call the law on the dog. Yes, we, we do we do know that. And Kim calls the police. Kim, like if we get in a situation, I don't call the police. I don't care what happens. I don't call the police. You gonna call the police? I'm a law abiding citizen that pays taxes, so yes, I will call the police. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I I know you like, but see, like I know Jazz. We finna get the fuck out of Dodge. We ain't finna worry about calling no goddamn police. Nothing. Nothing. Ain't that, whatever happened. Look, we gonna handle ourselves. And we finna go. But we know. Yep. Kim finna call. Nope. Let's go. Go on. Call. Get 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 the number out. Nine one one. Let's go. But I know that. But you know what you're. You know what the people in your life are gonna do, and you know. If you ever get in a binary situation, you know how they can be beneficial to you. And that's that's it. Like everybody's got purpose. Like, you know, you're friends with the people that you're friends with because you like them. Yeah. But you also know that if you needed them in a certain capacity that that they could be there for you and yeah. you could win if you got to win. So that's exactly what chess is about. It's what life is about. Making the right moves with the right folks, knowing when to be aggressive and when to leave. Leave. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, well, I this, think that's good. Well, this is our first episode, and it's a wrap. Number one. So, um, thank you for watching the ops. Come back and watch the ops, and we will see you soon. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs>